Hello, my lovely peaches. It's your host, Rach. Welcome to your midweek mindfulness motivation, because it doesn't have to be a Monday to start bettering ourselves. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Right Now with Rach podcast, where we keep it real and talk about all things self-improvement. I am so, so happy you are here, and I am so proud of you for clicking on this podcast, because I know it means that you are taking steps forward in your journey of personal growth. So welcome, you beautiful soul. All right, Peaches, today we are going to talk about how to be more present, okay, being in the moment. You know, how do we be more present? Sounds silly if you think of it literally, like, duh, how can we be anything but in the moment? Can't be anywhere else? Well, yes, physically we can't be. I don't own a DeLorean. Oh, if you don't get that reference, like, it's fine, I still love you, but you should definitely watch Back to the Future. <laughs> Being mentally present is really hard for most people. You know, a lot of us spend our time thinking about the past or planning for the future, but we don't actually live in where we are right now. You know, when's the last time you stopped what you were doing to look around at where you are and feel grateful for something or notice something small in your surroundings? Mm-hmm, got you there, didn't I? Learning to be grounded in your present self is essential to re- reducing anxiety, developing better relationships, feeling more gratitude, and living life to the fullest without feeling like it's passing you by. Does time ever freak anyone else out? Because I could literally talk for hours about the anxiety time gives me if I think about it too much. <laughs> like, sometimes I'm convinced it's not even real. So, That's why I'm talking today about the present because it helps reduce that anxiety and it becomes a more permanent solution the more I practice. When some people think about being present and living in the moment, they think it means you have to quit your job and travel the world and jump out of airplanes or off cliffs and be spontaneous, but that's not rational, it's not responsible, and it's not realistic for the majority of us. Being in the moment doesn't mean you have to do crazy shit, it just means you have to find joy in the shit that you are doing and being aware of it you know being present means creating awareness and paying attention to what's going on without attempting to change anything you know I always thought I wanted to just run and go and see everything and do all the all of these adrenaline seeking adventures and I've done lots of them and I've been places and I still want to do that stuff and I still will do that stuff but I realize that that's not the full definition of living. It's part of it, sure, if that's something that you enjoy. But it's not everything. And it doesn't define living in the moment. Because everyone's version of that is a little bit different. Think about it. If you only define being present and living your life to the fullest by the crazy, spontaneous shit you do, what the fuck does it mean for the other 90% of your life? You're just existing? Taking up space? Like, that's your fate for 51 out of the, 51 weeks out of the year. Every day you get to just exist until you have the opportunity to do something crazy. No, fuck that. Don't you want to find joy in your everyday life? Don't you want to remember your everyday life? Hey, Peach, can you tell me what you did three days ago? What made you smile that day, huh? Oh, yeah, you can't tell me because you were too busy thinking about tomorrow that you forgot you even had a today. Being mindful and present doesn't always come easy, and I'm not here to tell you it does, because I won't lie to you. I will told you I will never lie to you, my peaches. It does take some practice, so 
it's important to keep attempting to develop awareness every single day. It'll get easier and it will eventually become a habit, but I won't lie to you and say that you can shift your mindset in the 20 minutes you're taking to listen to this podcast. But don't let that scare you because I do have a few tips that will hopefully lead you in the right direction and expedite the process because I've already gone through a lot of the bullshit for you. And I want to help you embrace your environment without attempting to change anything about it. Because at the end of the day, anxiety stems from trying to predict the future and thinking too much about the possibilities of what could happen. So let it go. If you focus on what you're doing in the present moment, you won't have time to be anxious about the future. Okay, so the first step I have is to make yourself aware of the moment you're in. Okay, do you realize where you are in most moments? Do you even know what's around you? Did you just notice that bird that ran into that window? It's pretty funny, actually. I'm sorry you missed it, even though you were sitting right there. A tip I have learned that helps both with anxiety and being present is to identify your surroundings. And you can do that by looking around and playing the Winnie Pooh game of, I say what I see. You know, in the movie when he's on the train with Piglet and he's like staring at the window and he's like, rock, tree, grass, pole, bird. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Or you can ask yourself questions like, what are some things that I can see right now? What can my body feel? What can I touch? What can I smell? What can I hear? You know, what are my feelings in this specific moment? Am I happy? Am I sad, mellow? All of these things can bring you back to ground zero and appreciate where you are. They force you to think about the right now. And it doesn't take long. I'm not telling you to have a 35-minute meditation session when you're getting anxious or you zone out. I'm simply suggesting that you take 30 seconds to ground yourself, to notice what's around you, and acknowledge your current emotions. You know, in fact, let's do it together right now, just in case you were distracted and you just missed everything I said. (laughs) It's okay if you did. Hello. You're human. Sometimes I have to read the same paragraph a hundred times because I get to the end of it and I realize I was so not paying attention and I forget every word I just read. Yeah, you do it too. It's okay. But let's do it together. Real quick, I want you to answer the following question with me. What are three little things in your view right now? Not big obvious things that are always there, like the house or, you know, the sun. Look for three little things. Okay, right now, (laughs) I see a ladybug crawling on my wall. Gross. (laughs) I hate bugs. Um, I see a photo of a heart with a... lines through it it's a canvas on my wall and I see a candle flickering on my desk there done I am here I am with you right now if you want to you can move on to something that you hear I just hear myself talking because I'm wearing headphones (laughs) something you taste smell or feel you know the senses are a very important tool to tap into because They can only be in the present. You can't physically feel, hear, taste, or smell anything from the past or predict what it's going to feel like in the future. You know, your body can only sense what's happening with you right now. So tune into that. And so we'll move on to tip number two, uh, which is something I do most mornings. And that is I write in my gratitude journal. Okay. 
I have to come up with three things I am grateful for. And I usually write a little blurb about why next to it. What this does is bring you to who you are in that exact moment. What is happening in your life right then that you have to be grateful for? You can't really feel gratitude for something in your future because you haven't experienced it yet. So what are your current blessings? And it doesn't have to be dramatic things. Okay, it can be simple things like the sun. You say, you know what? Right now, I am grateful that the sun is shining because it puts me in a good mood. Boom. Done. And I'm also grateful for my dogs because they're always there to pick me up when I'm down. Boom. Done. And the third thing I'm grateful for right now is this grilled cheese because it tastes delicious and it puts fuel in my body. Done. Okay? It took like three seconds. They don't have to be these theatrical, you know, movie moments of gratitude. It's about what do you feel right now in this specific moment? Honest to goodness, I so recommend this. It sets an amazing tone for the day and it really centers you. And if you're not so much like a journaler, it's something quick that you can do that reminds you why you're here and it reminds you what you have to live for. And I'm a very firm believer that the more you express gratitude, the more you will attract things to be grateful for. The energy you expend to the universe is the energy you shall receive. Tip number three is to listen without the intent to reply. Let me explain. The majority of people are not that good at conversation, which is a topic of another episode in the future. Um... And I don't mean that to, to ruin your day, but how often are you only half listening to what someone is saying because you're thinking about how you can respond? How many times is somebody talking to you and then all of a sudden you realize you didn't hear a word they said and you're just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, we all do that a little more than we'd like to admit. And it's not always that you don't care or you're not interested. It's just, it's so hard to reign in the 50,000 thoughts that we all have in a day and focus on what someone else's thoughts are. But if you listen with more curiosity than the need to respond and tell your opinion or your story, you'll be way more present in your relationships and in conversations with people. Don't try to anticipate what the conversation is going to be like, but instead just try and embrace it for the direction it's actually going in. Go with the flow. And reduce distractions. There is always so much going on around us that makes it 10 times harder to focus on one thing at a time. Put down the phone for a little while or turn the TV off when someone is speaking to you or just recognize your top distractions and come up with a way to limit them. You can, you can pay attention to them, but when it's their time. You know, take a minute to do something slowly. One thing, like... Okay, I'm going to sit here and cuddle with my dog for five minutes before I head out the door. Just me and my dog. One thing to set your mind on at a time and put everything else out of reach. And stop taking pictures of literally everything, okay? Maybe try and experience life through your own two eyes as opposed to your phone's camera lens. Trust me, it's a hell of a lot, a lot better. It puts you in the moment. It helps you to take in your surroundings and really, truly experience what you're doing. This is something I'm really tuned into right now, especially when it comes to my baby. 
I have a four-month-old right now. Um, and the biggest thing for me is that I just refuse to watch him grow up through my phone screen. Meaning I'm not constantly taking photos and videos of him. Even though he it's he's just so freaking scrumptious, I feel like everything he does is photo-worthy. But I'm putting my phone down and I am enjoying him. Looking back at those photos and videos is not going to give me this physical feeling that I feel when it's just me and him smiling and giggling, enjoying the moment. I don't feel like I have to document all of that because I just want to feel it. However, like anything, nothing has to be extreme. Okay, life is all about balance. My husband always says, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And this is not me telling you when you're out somewhere or doing something that you can't take a single photo. No, but what I am saying is that take the minimum number of photos you need in order to remember the most iconic parts of your experience and then leave the phone alone. Here's another thing you can do and it may it may sound cliche and it's something I do struggle a lot with. Oh, side note, don't think that just because I'm talking about all these tips mean I follow through with them all the time. Truth is, I don't because it's hard. But I try every single day and every single day it gets just a little bit easier. And when I am being more present in my life, I'm floating, dude. I am so much happier when I'm not stressed about the future or living in toxic memories of the past. When I look around me and count all of my blessings, I smile so big my face hurts. You just feel like you're on cloud nine because you're recognizing things that you have to be grateful for and you're appreciating them. It helps to keep you in the moment and to be present. But anyway, my cliche tip is to listen to your body and your mind, okay? You know, if you're craving pizza, eat it. If you want to jump on the elliptical, do it. If you just need a day to curl up on the couch with a hot chocolate and your favorite TV show, own that shit. Your body will tell you what you need in any given moment, whether it's energy or rest. And if you've been eating shitty and your body is screaming at you for a veg vegetable, give it a fucking vegetable. Your body is there. Your body is there to give you what you need. But you also need to respect and listen to it. And feel its emotions, Peach. Sit with them. Listen to them. Observe them. They are your greatest teachers. Don't feel guilty for them or try to change them or force yourself to be something you're not. You don't have to be positive all the time. That's not real. You're human. That's one of my main themes and models of life. Okay, stop feeling bad for being human. You can't be a giraffe. If you work with your body, your body will work with you. And then, you're an unstoppable force. Presence peaches, that's all it takes. Well, you know, I, I liked that conversation. Before I leave you today, let's just take a few seconds to take three deep breaths together before moving on with our day. Okay, ready? Inhale. Exhale. We're going to count to three. We're going to do it one more time. Inhale. Two, three. Exhale. Two, three. One more time. Inhale. Two, three. Exhale. Two, three. Perfect. Now go enjoy the moment and stop worrying about tomorrow.
I'm going to leave you the way I always do in reminding you that your direction is more important than your speed. A step forward, even if it's just one, is progress and something you should be proud of. You are beautiful, you are smart, and you can do anything. Start believing it. Talk soon. Mwah.